have to win there. Painter understands. Oh, anybody. John Hopkins baptizing the masses. Trying to save it. Jump ball here and kept in play by Edwards. What a great numbers. Take it numbers. Edwards steps it in. It is Wednesday night, January 19th, 2022. Tanner Lee and Evan Webb in the house, ready to recap a, let's just call it what it was, a Big Ten classic between Purdue and Illinois and preview tomorrow night's game down at Mackey South, I mean Assembly Hall. Webby, how we doing about uh, 24 hours prior to tomorrow's rivalry game? I'm not doing well, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Come been, on, man. I know. It's been, I'm always like this, though, before this game, especially down there. I'm a little different when the game's at Mackey. Um, it is my least favorite sporting event to watch. Yeah. Uh, and just, just given because, my living situation yeah, and yeah. the girl I love so much being a grad of that university down there, it doesn't make any – it's kind of like a lose-lose for me. I mean, it's not really, but it feels like it because if pretty wins, obviously it's great but she's probably pissed at me because I'm probably being an ass during the game and cheering. And if IU wins and that's the, a huge lose or a huge lose loss for me. So it's a, uh, I mean, usually it's like, thankfully she has to work early on Friday, so she'll have to go to bed right after the game tomorrow. So if Purdue does win, um, she'll go off in a huff and I'll just go be able to sit in the living room and just like, just pump my fist really silently. So that's what I'm hoping for. So that's fair enough. I can't say I know uh, yeah. what that experience is like. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm nervous about tomorrow's game. I'd, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't, but I'm also excited about it and, and confident at the same time. If you can be excited, nervous and confident about something, yeah, that's what I am about tomorrow night. And game. I'm trying to decide, like, is it better that we won on Monday for this game? Because I'm like, on one hand, yes, you know, it was a hostile environment, you know, you know, probably very similar to what we're going to see, what the guys are going to see tomorrow night in assembly hall. Um, you know, it was a tough game. Obviously, a great team that we played against Illinois when it was another dominant big. Um, so it's like, hey, they, they've just been through this. You know, it's nothing that they can't handle when they go down there. But also, like, are they, you know, because it was such a good game, such a huge win for the team, especially the fact that we've dropped two early Big Ten games already. Right. You know, do they, are they a little overconfident? And you throw in the fact that, you know, we've won, what is it, like nine straight against Indiana and like five straight down in Bloomington. Like, you know, are they a little, which I, you would think Painter, you know, being, a pretty guy. I think he probably got their attention. The fact that, you know, we have already dropped a few games. It's not like we're undefeated, you know, riding high right now. You know, we, we can't afford really to lose too many more big 10 games. Um, then you, you saw, I mean, just even last night, you know, top 10 team in Duke went on the road against Florida state and dropped a game. So it's, it's happened. I mean, there's definitely a kind of a year where there's no, you know, dominant team in the college basketball. I feel like really anybody can be anybody. We've already seen Indiana beat, you know, top 20 team in Ohio State um, after their COVID pause, which I don't think Ohio State was the same team that, you know, what they were before the COVID pause, but still, it was, I mean, I dominated them. They took EJ, EJ Liddell completely out of the game and beat them by double digits and just hope that God doesn't happen to us tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've won nine straight in the rivalry, 12 of the last 13. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But like you said, I, I think we're the better team. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we'd win more times than not. Mm-hmm. But it's the game of college basketball, and you got to bring in every night. Like you were saying, Florida State upsets Duke. We saw Baylor drop two last week. Mm-hmm. We saw USC drop two last week. I mean, any given night, somebody can beat the the opponents. And you know they're going to come out fired up. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to give us their best punch. Yeah, and it's kind of the things where it's like the streak's got to end at some point. You know, I hope it does. I hope we can push it off another year to next year when we've lost, you know, two guys, you know, a couple guys to graduation, a couple guys to probably the NBA and everything. Um, but you know, I hope it doesn't happen because, you know, they've, I mean, they've got, I mean, it's kind of a story, storybook telling me they got new coach who's a night guy and all that crap goes into it. You know, they're riding high, but, um, still a lot of Archie's players. Hopefully there's a lot of Archie Miller that shows up tomorrow. Oh yeah. And I think I've seen, I mean, this team, they are better than they have oh, been, yeah. especially on defense, but they still at times do show mm-hmm. remnants of Archie Miller. So. Hopefully it shows up tomorrow night. Yeah. And and Trace Jackson Davis, their best player, is not going to be hundred percent. I mean, he'll play, but he won't be hundred yeah, yeah. percent. And you know, the narrative will be how much he's gotten it out and how, how much of a fighter he is, and all that crap. I hope uh, Trey or Edie kind of gives him a nice old fashioned corn dog right there. <laughs> see, make, Knock him on see his butt. He, yeah, see how he's feeling a little bit. Give him a, yeah. a knee, knee right there. See, see how, see how sore it is. But uh, we'll we'll talk more in detail about the game here in a couple minutes. But let's talk about Monday's game. Uh, Purdue went over to Champaign for a rare Monday uh, noon Eastern, eleven a.m. Central Time game on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And uh, man, came out with a 96-88 double overtime victory. Yeah, it was. I mean, as you said at the top, it was a classic. You know, it was two, and you know, our and our group of friends that we're close with. You know, we've got one buddy who's a huge diehard Illinois fan, and he even said it after the game, "Is you know, this game proved that who the two best teams are in the Big Ten?" And I can't say I disagree with him. Um, I don't really think there's that much difference between the two teams. I mean, as you saw, I mean, it took two overtimes. I still think, you know. I mean, I think Purdue's better than Illinois. Um, they've got more pieces, I think, even though Plummer is – I mean, that guy couldn't miss, it felt like, at times. He or um, Frazier, I felt like neither yeah. one could miss. I mean, thank God we took Kofi out of the game, which is obviously kind of the game plan with a guy like him. I mean, it's not very often or ever you see a guy like Zach Eady try to back down a guy and not move because no, he's just so big. Um, but it was just yeah, two heavyweights going at it and – I mean, it was a fun game, stressful game. Oh my um, God, I, I roller coaster those, of emotions. Yeah, I went to, I watched the game from our sponsor and partner, Mad Mushroom, on, on campus of Purdue. I, would have, I find myself there for work, so I was like, "Hey, why not? I'll watch the game there." And uh, I was only person in there for most of the day. You know, some people came in and out, and I, I apologize to the Mad Mushroom staff if I scared anybody away because I was trying to keep my composure. But it was, it was a hell of a game to watch. Did you order twenty dollars worth of? Food? I did not. No. If I did, I probably wouldn't have built it. Yeah, they would have rolled me out of there. <laughs> well, you could have you could have got uh, five dollars off with this guy. I know, so. I know. Or just say, don't tell them the boiler breakdown. So just say, I am <laughs> I part am of the boiler breakdown. I, I am the boiler breakdown. Good stuff. We'll we'll talk about them in a little bit too. Yeah. But yeah, the fun fun game Monday. Like you said, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. A roller coaster of emotions. Cost Kofi Coburn. Gave Kofi Coburn probably his worst career performance. Um, and especially against a team that has really, aside from Rutgers, I hate saying that, but they've had our number. Oh, Kofi was Kofi's three and zero against Purdue. You know, this is a team that a couple of years ago we put up like only thirty seven points at Champagne, like just absolutely got embarrassed at. You know, they came to Mackey and beat us. Um, you know, beat us and literally stepped on us. Um, when who was it stepped on Sasha? I forgot. I forgot the player. Was it? Uh, 
Griff, no, Griffin, no. Yep, yep, Griffin. Oh, yeah. Griffin. So I mean, it kind of what seems that you know we had been beaten or had been beating prior to Brad Underwood, but then he kind of asserted his dominance over, and it's one of those teams that you know if we wanted to you know assert our dominance in the Big Ten, there's a team we had to beat. Um, you know, we've like I said, struggled against them, and they didn't go down easily. That's for sure. No, no they Andre Curbelo come back, which of course he was going to come back for that game. I like, knew it. I just yeah. knew it. I thought I was after he only played like I feel like he only played like six minutes in the first half. I was like, okay, maybe he's just not going to play a whole lot. And then he came in the second half and started yeah, doing a, what he does. And he, he was, was a stud. Huge. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, yeah, no I'm turnovers, not, twenty plus points. Yeah, I mean that's that was a great effort by him. But uh, our seniors stepped up when they needed. I mean, Travion Williams did not have one of his better outings, but Eric Hunter Jr. had his best game of the year, mm-hmm. and Sasha had one of his best games of his career, in my opinion. Yeah, and a lot of it came in the second half, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, those guys were huge. Edie, he had a great game. Like you said, he figured out he couldn't back Kofi down, so I'm going to use my wingspan and my length and get around him that way. Yeah, yeah uh, usually what you find, I mean, Edie is like six feet from the basket, but this time he was finding himself, you know, on the only on the elbow or you know close to and had to you know use that massive wingspan would still get to the rim somehow I mean just because he's just so big but yeah it was definitely it was awesome to see because it just shows that hey even if he's not right next to the basket he has the opportunity he has the potential just using and just so so much more athletic than a guy like Isaac Haas was where if Isaac was ten feet from the basket it was it probably wasn't going to end very well or right. he was got to pass out but I mean he showed he can finish at the rim still. Uh, Jaden Ivey, speaking of finishing at the rim, he was kind of cold from the field, but he got the free throw line a lot, mm-hmm. uh, made more than he missed, which is good. Um, Purdue did miss a couple free throws. I think they missed six free throws. Yeah, they but, were uh, 26 of 32. And Sasha missed, what, two or three of those? Uh, He missed four. He was five of nine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh. Edie was two of two. Ivey was 13 of 15. Uh, And then Travion and Eric. Uh, combined six for six. Yeah, which the, Eric's a lot of his were down the stretch. Which was yeah, huge. so they're huge, uh, especially because he hasn't really shot a whole lot of free throws this year because he hasn't been in that situation. Um, yeah, Sasha was a little disappointing because I mean one of those was in regulation. Mm-hmm. I think but his was the end of regulation, right? Because I think yes, then Ivy had one. No, Ivy's was in regulation. I think Sasha's was overtime. Yeah, um, yeah. If we hit a free throw in regulation, we at, towards the end we probably win the game in regulation yeah. and. Because uh, Illinois made that up that seven point deficit with about mm-hmm. a minute fifty eight left, um, credit to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought everybody played pretty well. I mean, we Caleb first didn't he only played three minutes, mm-hmm. didn't play in the second half. Ethan Morton didn't get a ton of run. Isaiah Thompson might have lost his starting spot. I don't know. We'll see tomorrow night. Do you think? Do you think they make a lineup switch with Hunter? It's a good question. I mean, it's I need to look up Indiana's because that, that is my one worry is Indiana's got some bigger guards. And so that, that gives me a little bit of worry um, just from from both an offensive and defensive standpoint. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's kind of stuck through him through this slump he's had. But, I mean, Eric might have done enough in this game to to reassert himself back in that lineup, which he was mm-hmm. he's so accustomed to. But, um, yeah, I think Eric does start tomorrow. I think we do. She – I think he's going to start. Um, I think, that, yeah, we'll, we'll keep the same lineup. But I think – Eric will start. And I think we see a lot more first tomorrow just because of the personnel Indiana has. Cause it's, it's going to be interesting because you know, they've got race Thompson and Trace action Davis who are both really good bigs, but they're not, you know, your typical, I guess, big, like they're, they're much more athletic race can uh, shoot the three traces. You know, he's, if he goes left, he's going to finish more often than not. And he's really good around the rim. Um, but I think, you know, especially 
having, I think a guy like Gillis obviously is good, but I think maybe first with his length and athleticism might be a little bit better, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I think we'll play 10 guys. Oh, yeah. I think I mean, we saw Newman come off the bench, and he was he was great. I mean, he even played some minutes down the stretch, which we hadn't seen in the last couple of games. So I think that just shows that. I think he's really putting an effort on the defensive end. I thought he had some nice possessions there. Hit a three coming off the bench. Um, I think we'll see, I think, a lot more of Morton tomorrow, too, just because some of their guards, just bigger, having a bigger guard out there will probably help. Well, we know somebody on our team will get in foul trouble early. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a given. Down, down in Bloomington. I mean, they'll probably have a couple fouls when they step off the bus. But um might have a couple fouls that, tonight. I don't know. <laughs> out of the fact that Kofi got four fouls pretty quickly and then it took like what felt like 30 minutes for him to pick up his fifth foul, even though he fouled like three or four times. Yeah. The, the span of they, they, they did not want to call the fifth foul. Oh, they did not. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a couple times where it was they swallowed their whistle so badly. And, and the really, fact that it was it honestly surprised me that it was Jaden who drew it. I was like, yep. we're going to get it when Trey or – he's backing him down but then it was because when ivy went up there and he started taking charge i was like oh no but then they i saw the replay and i was like he was definitely moving um, yep. it's crazy it ivy for for he just kind of sidestepped exactly. him and yeah smart of him to go after him because pretty yeah. dumb of kofi not just kind of get out of the way there because yeah you're more valuable not getting your fifth than you are taking a charge in that situation yeah. so but, i mean illinois did play well especially in the first half when he went sure. out they, they played pretty well um they I, did that against uh Nebraska, when he got in foul trouble late down the stretch, I thought they were in trouble, and they played well without him, and it stretched the yeah. lead. What's his face? He had like three names. Thirty percent oh, shooter made two of two. Uh, Verdon, the start. Whatever. Verdon, like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Because I think this, when they this shoot, too when they, big time down the stretch. He did. Yeah. But the first two he made when they showed the free throws, I was like, this dude's cashing both yep. of them. And he made the first one. I was like, he's definitely making this next one because he's he's got the confidence. But never fails. Oh never yeah, never fails. Yeah, but. Every, every time I watch a game, it's funny because when I watch you know a game with my girlfriend or you know whether it be an IU or Purdue game, whenever the commentator says like, "Oh, they're on an eleven to two run," she always goes, "Not anymore," because as nope. soon as you say it, the run's gonna end. Just a dream jinx, <laughs> a big time jinx. Yeah, but no, it was. Uh, and that's one thing I'm glad the game didn't go into triple hour time because I think Jay Knighty Ivy would have fouled out. So he was flirting yeah, I with four he, fouls. I didn't know he had four fouls until they said that on the broadcast. I was like, oh my god, I. Yeah. Just, if, if he gets fouls out, if he fouls out, that's not good. No, no, it wouldn't <laughs> have been good at all. But uh, were you surprised? Sorry, were you surprised that as much as Trey was struggling, how much Painter stuck with him down the stretch? Not really, because he likes his seniors down the stretch. He goes he to veterans, um, mm-hmm. and I know that drives a lot of our fan base nuts, even at times with Eric Hunter. But he wants to rely on the guys who have been through the battles, mm-hmm. and and yeah, Trey wasn't making stuff around the rim. But he's still our best passer on the team. I mean, look at the two passes he made with, with Eric Hunter cutting. Yeah. I mean, those are same huge. play. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, and he's a good rebounder. Um, yep. Yeah, I was like, because even I was one that was like texting you and Andrew, you know, yep. which sadly Andrew couldn't make it with us tonight. But yes, I was yes. like, I was like, why the hell is Trey still in the game? Because he was just missing so many bunnies. You could tell he was trying to force it, and but it was definitely. I mean, I'm glad he did because he made, like I said, Trey made some. Amazing passes down the stretch. There's um, a reason Matt makes millions of dollars coaching basketball, and we're sitting here doing a podcast. Uh, doing a podcast. <laughs> uh, I will say I trust Edie a lot more from the line than I do Trey. Even though yes. Trey's got better this year, but he's gotten better. He's still not great. No. Um, but yeah, I mean Edie. I think Edie only he take. I think he only shot. He was two of two. Yeah. So it, yeah. So I, Trey, Edie, and Eric were. Eight of eight from the free throw line. I couldn't believe yesterday when I checked the box score that Mason Gillis played the most minutes with 43. I did not even know that until you just said that. So yep. holy crap. Yeah. Wow. Um, that guy, 
I'm telling you, he might be my favorite player. I just, I know he didn't do a lot of scoring, but he, and he gets away with a lot of fouls. He's so he physical does. out there. Oh, he yeah. just throws his body around. And, and like, he's, I mean, he's one of those guys that you, I mean, you look out because he's just, he's a dog. Like, he's going to oh, he bring that attitude that we, I think, desperately needed two years ago when he was yes. sitting on the bench. Yes. Where I know there's a lot of time to refer to, we got a lot of good kids, you know, which we, these are all great guys, but there's just, you know, Trey was a sophomore. You know, Sasha was a sophomore. Hunter was Boudreaux a sophomore. was the dog of that team. Yeah, which is saying something. I mean, I love, love Evan. I loved him. Yes. He, was, he was a hustle guy, but it was just like, yeah, Mason is just one of those guys that, I mean, he's built like a brick, like a, like a Mack truck down there. And, you know, it's like he's probably got like two ounces of body fat on there. And he's he's just a physical dude. And he's, yeah. he's a great rebounder. Let me see how many rebounds he had. He had uh, uh, three rebounds, one offensive. So he, 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 but he, but he, he was four, sorry. Always yeah, had, in there for loose balls. I mean, oh, yeah. He was, he was fight. He he's six eight and he plays at times like he's six ten. I yeah. mean, he he will get his tomorrow from what the Crimson Guard or whatever they call themselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he he will get it due to his DUI from the offseason, but that's all right. Yeah. We've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we, it's kind of one of those things. Like you have to live with the consequences of yeah, the actions you made. Absolutely. So it's like I'm sure Painter's talked to him. I'm sure he knows that he's gonna. It's, if he didn't hear it on Monday, he's definitely gonna hear it this Thursday. It's part of the rivalry. I mean, we've yep. heard Kenny Lowe be called names. We've uh, we've Matt called, Harms, big time. Yeah, we've we've called it. Coverdale alcoholic. Yep. I mean, it's it, it goes both ways. Yeah. So um, DJ Bird got called Jailbird. So yeah. it goes both. Pretty, it's pretty clever. I will say that. It's a pretty yeah, it one. goes it goes both ways. Thad Mooney with comment here. He said, offensive with quotations, foul for Jaden's third or fourth. Getting juked out of your shoes on a spin move isn't a foul. I got to think Trey's basketball IQ versus Zach when it's in crunch time. The Toronto Terror. I like that. I it's like still that. young in basketball game. Yeah. Because yeah, if you didn't know, about... if you didn't know, <laughs> Zach, Zach has uh, he used to play baseball and hockey. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, I should probably drink because I heard that in the game. <laughs> uh, no, I think Toronto's I think the only, I, I like he was talking about Jaden when he pushed off on Fraser. Yeah. Where Fraser sold. I mean, he sold it. I mean, credit to Fraser. Veteran he, move. Veteran, veteran move. He's been he's been in the Big Ten for fifteen years. I think he was there when we were in school. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean obviously it, it was. Crappy on our end, but it, it was he sold it perfectly, and we'll probably see some of that tomorrow too. Um, I've seen Xavier Johnson do that quite a bit to some guys uh, where he sells it because he's been playing for a while. But yeah, that was definitely one of those things where it was like that was not even close. But and speaking of Frazier, it's amazing like him and Davidson, these guys who got the extra COVID year, they're keeping them their teams in the Big Ten race. Without oh, those guys, yeah. they wouldn't be right there in the mix. Yeah, Wisconsin would probably be. I mean, they got Johnny Davis, who's just an absolute stud, um, sure. as we unfortunately found out very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they'd be nearly – I think they'd definitely be a middle-of-the-pack team, um, if if not lower. And then, yeah, who knows where Illinois would be without a guy like Frazier. And Frazier and Williams. Williams yeah. back, too. Yeah, I, I mean, both, that, yeah. both of them. So that's why going into this year, I thought they were losing both of them. Iowa was going pro. I thought Kofi was going pro or possibly transferred. I was looking forward to them being a bottom dweller in the Big <laughs> Ten, but which they might next year might be rough for Illinois. Yep. Well, then uh, when the game, and I was really surprised, I, mean, I haven't watched a lot of Illinois basketball this year, but when Luke Goody came in off the bench, he was one of the first guys off the bench. Um, I don't know if he normally does that or not. I have to say I have not paid attention. I meant to ask our, our buddy, but I didn't. But, you know, he comes in. You know, Indiana kid didn't get offered by Purdue in the end. You know, we all kind of thought he might. He's really good friends with, you know, teammates with Fletcher Lawyer, who's coming in next year. He hits a three. I'm like, this is this is one of those games where the kid, like, this kid's going to go off and for a reason because we didn't offer him. He's going to have one of those games which you see all the time. But he didn't play much really yet. I mean, he had a couple – I think he had 
one or two shots go in, and then that's really all he did and didn't really play. And then you had, uh, I think his last name's Pang. He didn't. He barely played after he elbowed uh, Sasha in the head. Yeah. So which he's, I've seen he's people, dirty. Seen some people talk about this online, which I think is true. It's which I agree with is if you commit a a, a flagrant foul like that, where you are like just a a BS like non-basketball play, you know, throwing an elbow in someone's face and their teammate comes to back them up, they should not get a technical foul. That's no. so bull crap. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, I get why they do it, but it's just like, what's he supposed to do? Just let his team, his, his teammate just get, you know, their ass kicked or something, but yeah. Pick on a guy your own size. Right. But uh, that was a huge part of the first half. I mean, that flipped mm-hmm. momentum right there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That was so, actually went on but, a huge run after that. And, I think, I think what made me so encouraged was there was times we got down, you know, places rocking, and we just never quit. We kept fighting, right. we fought through the adversity, fought through the highest hostile environment. Because I know tomorrow, even if we get up 10, I use going to make a run. Or, oh, yeah. Or, you know, if they get a lead by 7, 8, 9, 10, <sighs> can we, you know, places yeah. rocking, can we catch up? Because it's not going to be like Purdue comes out, puts pedal to the metal, and just kills them the whole game. Yeah. I mean, I. I hope I'm surprised. I hope oh, it's yeah. like when they were number one in the country and visited Mackey years ago and he took us 30. to the woodshed. Yeah. I hope it's like that, but I just, I've never seen that at assembly hall. Even when we go down there and get wins, um, we, if we do pull away, we don't pull away to the last four minutes or so. Yeah. And I, I was kind of going back and looking at some of the previous scores because, you know, because of how bad they've been as of late or just, you know, not making the tournament, you know, last year was like a 12 point win, but you know, it, it wasn't, you know, it was definitely one where you kind of pulled away at the very last, kind of like what you said. Um, the year we went to the Elite Eight, we won by two because of the Matt Harms tipping, which was an oh, awful was offensive game. Such like 40, an ugly game. Yeah, like n- couldn't even get to 50. Either Carson was terrible. That Carson game. was like 0 for from three. Yeah, it was – yeah. I mean, they had Romeo who didn't do anything either game. He played Purdue that year. Um, you know, even like the years – Klein hit a big three that game too that bounced up that's right. the front of the rim and went in. That's right, yeah. Because yeah. I think – I remember that specifically because I remember – when he shot that, I was like, if this doesn't go in, this Purdue is losing this game. Mm-hmm. And it went in. Um, mm-hmm. Thank God. Uh, but even like, you know, Crean's first year when they were, you know, just pulling, putting together whoever they could pull, it was like a, you know, a two, I think it was like a two point win or something. That's when crazy. we were number three yeah. in the country. Yeah. It was, it was like a, like a Verdell Jones half court heap would have tied it had he made it. Yep. And it was just like, it's never going to be easy. Um, you know, the year Bob Knight came to town, I thought for sure, like that's probably where I equate that most of this year's, how I'm feeling is just like, just like here's they got everything going for him. It was a Saturday game. It's you know Bob Knight's coming to town for the first time in since 2000 or since he left. Is like oh man, it's just it's all it's all coming up crimson and cream. But then we you know Evan Boudreaux's dunking the ball while the fans file out of the stadium. Um, so I kind of hope something like that happens tomorrow. Where it's, it's not a it's a mismatch <laughs> right now. Hope it's the same tomorrow. Yeah. One yeah. Hope. Yeah, what? And I know you just listen off a lot of them, but what? What's your favorite Purdue IU rivalry memory? I know there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot, yeah. Because I was, I guess, I feel like I forget a lot. Um, sure. I feel like I, I remember the bad ones more than I remember the good ones. Um, probably the two I, I think about when I think about favorite Purdue memories against Indiana. I think the one thing about the most would be. 2017 winning the title the big 10 yeah. title because it was like i you know for me i'd never seen us you know seeing us be able to win a big 10 title in person you know before i'd seen us you know it was always usually an away game or not being able to go to a game and then be able to do it against indiana was was awesome even though they weren't very good that year those creams last year um dakota but, went off that game he did um i think one that i think about 
and it's really one I remember probably one of my first memories was 2003, I think, 2003, 2004. Um, I just remember, uh, I know I've talked about this on previous podcasts we've talked about, but um, I was like, I was sick. I don't know how my, my at least I felt, I, I remember I was probably not as sick as I probably thought I was, but you know, my mom really didn't want me to go to the game, but you know, I was I somehow convinced her, my dad convinced her, I don't know, but I, you know, went to the game. Uh, Kenny Lowe and Willie Dean both go off for 17. I don't know why I remember that they were both off for 17. I can't remember which year it was. I just remember, you know, seeing Kenny Lowe. Oh, three. Oh, three. Yeah. Just, just remember, I just remember being up, you know, up near the top with my dad. Just one of my first memory, like vivid memories of Mackie, just and how loud it could be. Yeah. I'm looking up what the score of that game was because I remember being there too. Yeah. Um, I think that was my second IU Purdue game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think of like one that, you know, our, my junior year of college or senior year. Um, my birthday. Sure, yeah, on your birthday. Yeah. You know, in the big, neither team went to the, the tournament. It was the year no Indiana team went to the, the tournament. But, you know, the Sterling Carter game like at home, I mean, that was cool because being a, a student and being able to, you know, my the previous two years, you know, my freshman year with Robbie, we lost that. I don't think, I think we lost at home to Indiana because that's when Coach yeah, we was did. a freshman. And then sophomore year was the, 30 point drubbing yep. that, that was awful. So being able to see Purdue beat IU as a student was, was awesome. It was just an exciting game. Um, I think about that. I don't think about as much as cause of just, I think about the season as a whole and how crappy that was to not make tournament again for the second straight year. Um, but probably the, the big 10 tourney one. And just like I said, that been our first big 10 title since Oh nine. Um, and just knowing where we came from for two couple years prior of getting last in the big 10 before, you know, Vince, Isaac, Dakota, PJ all came in. Uh, so it's, that one kind of holds a special place because it was being able to be there. The 03 one was January 25th, 03. Purdue won 69-47. Okay, so I, I thought I remember it was a, kind of a blowout. I think we were ranked. Were we ranked that game? It, does, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't show that we were ranked. Okay. I think Indiana was. Well, they were, that, was, that was the year. I think they were ranked 15th, maybe. So they were, that was the year coming off their Final Four National Championship yep. appearance. One, one of my favorites was on, i got to find it now, on my birthday, February 15th, 2007. The game was supposed to be the night before on Valentine's yep. Day. Mm-hmm. got rescheduled because we got a lot of snow. And Landry and Teague went nuts, and we won 81-68. Was that Chris the, Kramer and DJ White got, got into, into it. it. Yeah, it's on the, the Mackey yeah. intro video, yeah. And then, I mean, I think about, you know, us like I mean, us going into Bloomington and winning. I mean, the, like I said, that Carson Harms game, the Elite Eight year was awesome. Um, obviously, yeah. Because growing up for a while, you and I, we didn't see a win down in Bloomington. Because like earlier no. in that year, in uh, 07, for instance, the uh, month prior, January 10th, they beat us 85-58 down there. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we turned around a month later and beat them. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I mean, that's kind of how we grew up. You know, it was like a lot of it's, you know, you split or they were winning both. It was kind of. Oh, kinda... oh not uh, 2010 um, when we won. You You mentioned this earlier. We were number eight in country. My bad. I thought we were like number three. We won 78, 75. That was the first win in Bloomington. I could remember. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember. Cause before the- that you got to go back to 99. Yeah. And that would mean, I've been six going on seven years old. I don't remember yeah. those. So, no. um, yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't happen very often. So the fact that this is kind of, you know, kids growing up nowadays are, it's the norm. I, I work, uh, I work here in Indy and have got some, you know, reps that I 
kind of oversee a little bit. And um, two of them, or the both of them, went to IU, and one of them just graduated. And he kind of he's got a brother who goes to Purdue, so it's definitely one of those Purdue IU families. His mom went to Purdue, but he and his brother, his other brothers, went to IU. Um, but he's like, yeah, I went, I went through four years at IU and never saw us beat Purdue or make the tournament. And it's just like, I mean, that's it's crazy that they've got students who, and it kind of makes me think back to you know when we were in school and the the struggles we had with football and basketball and how that probably turned a lot of kids off to being sure lifelong. I mean, maybe they maybe the recent years have have picked them back up, but you know, like I'll talk to him nowadays. You know, after like you know IU beats Ohio State and he like didn't even watch the game or something like that. It's like that's like I mean four years of just sucking can really put a oh, damper yeah. on and you hate to see it, but I just looked up. I didn't realize this. We've won seven of the last, our last 10 trips down to Bloomington. That's just absurd. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's like, you know, it's going to come in at some point. I mean, you know, I know. So they're, they're playing a lot better with Woodson, but let's say this hope it's next year. Let's just yeah. push it down the road one more year. There's it's always been, next year. It's been a fun streak since February, uh, February 20th. 2016, and let's yeah. let's just keep it going here for two more games this year. But uh, Thad Mooney has a comment here. He is predicting a 30-20 game out of Trey. Ooh, I'd love a bounce-back Trey game. If we can... if he has 30-20, Purdue's not losing <laughs> this game. Yeah, because I'd like to, obviously, you know, since the Wisconsin game, which I, I hope the I, – that's just my biggest worry. The guys, I don't want them to lose their edge since because they've been different since the Wisconsin game. Um, yeah. We saw it against yeah. Penn State. You know, we obviously saw it against Illinois. Um Saw it against Nebraska, which is a you know a different game, um, but they've been they've been better on the defensive end. They've been more aggressive. It felt like, and you know, I hope Edie is aggressive going at the rim. But I'm always also afraid of him being aggressive because he's going to get a foul. He's going to get a cheap foul. You know, someone's going to flop, probably Galloway or someone stupid down there. But just got to be smart. Thankfully, we thankfully we have the depth. Um, they, they've got a seven footer Durr. I think he's a transfer from like South Florida. I mean, he's obviously he got the. Play? He, he usually comes in and spells Trace like for like the three minutes that Trace doesn't play. I was going to say, I um, never see him sit unless he's in foul trouble. The one worry I do have, you know, because, you know, Trace is, you know, is, he bruised his tailbone. Mm-hmm. Going, he got he got fouled. Going for, it wasn't really an aggressive foul because um, I was watching the game with my girlfriend. But it, it was kind of – I kind of almost think partially part, part of it was his fault because – them in Nebraska were getting really chippy. Like Trace had already been called for a tech because he dunked it and screamed in the guy's face, a la AJ Hammonds in 2016. So I was like, hey, <laughs> karma. <laughs> Which even AJ didn't even scream in someone's face. He just screamed. Where Trace yeah. actually like got in the dude's face and screamed and got a tech. Um, but I, I, it felt like the dunk he was going for was very like an emphatic, like I'm shoving this down your throat, and he kind of came down awkwardly because of it. So it's like maybe the emotion got a you know got a too much from I don't know. That's just kind of what I was thinking watching the game. Um, but he didn't play the last couple minutes um, because of he also had four fouls, which I was like the world's ending. If Rich Davis has four fouls because he's the most productive player in the Big Ten. Um, but they, they brought in Jordan Geronimo, who's sophomore and very athletic. He doesn't yeah, play, play a ton, but he's super athletic. Uh, probably a really good player, and he was really good. But also, and I, it was like it's also Nebraska, and Nebraska wasn't doing anything to really give Mike Woodson the reason to bring Trace back into the game. Um, I feel like every time Nebraska got some momentum, they would just throw it out of bounds or forget, forget to dribble the they basketball. Hoyberg's yeah. doesn't isn't on the hot seat. They were out ten miles, and the nicest guy in the Big Ten. They went after that Chicago Bulls coach. If they should have known track record, it wasn't going to work out. For <laughs> hey, Tibbs is doing just fine in New York. Yeah, he's a little different yeah. though. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I, uh, 
I'm looking forward to my. I'm just ready for the game to be here. I'm tired of ready for it to be over, right? <laughs> because it's like <laughs> I've been so anxious since the end of that Illinois game. I'm just like, God, it's what the game to be over. Obviously, I want us to win because I know I'll be pissed off if we lose. But I'm like, at least we have a game on Sunday, so it's like a quick turnaround. Um, do you like when we play down in Bloomington first in the series every year? I do. Or, I do. Or, yeah, I do. Too. I do because my thought is okay. We can. I feel way com- more comfortable at Mackey. We we get the second one. I have to hear about it all off season about how. You know they, you know they got the last victory, and they'll they'll pull the whole how many days since since Purdue beat Indiana. We can have that all off season. But I'd much rather every time the season comes, the season schedule comes out. You know, one of the obviously I look at you know when the first home game is, and you know who are we playing? You know, home and away and everything. But I was okay. Are we playing IU, IU first or at Purdue first? I'd much rather because for a while it felt like we were always playing at Purdue first, which I, I agree. Nervous, um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm way more at ease when we play at home second. Because I mean, obviously, last week we just been because we went. Okay, if we can beat them in Indiana, then we can obviously beat them at Mackey. Even even though the last couple of games at Mackey have been they've been close games, um, not great games, but we've um, played them a lot at March at Mackey. Lately. We had this and then the third different this, senior day out of like it, last. I feel, like, I feel like it was always like you know we play them in January, then like January, like, like yeah, right like right around your birthday uh-huh. was always when yep. it seemed to to happen. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'd much rather play at Mackey. I agree. Second, so I agree. I agree. Uh, score predictions. Let's do it. Let's throw it out there. Well, let's share Andrew's first. Yep. Uh, Andrew said, now I got to find it. Uh, I know he had Purdue winning by nine. 84 75 boilers. Andrew's prediction. I think some of the, uh, just looking at the message board, I think some of like the, the Hazla metrics and the Ken Palm, they always have score predictions, which some Ken Palm, I don't know what that dude does, but. His algorithms are pretty spot. It's it's crazy how sometimes his how spot on his one. I think he had like our game against Nebraska. He almost had the score right. I know he had the Penn. I think our Penn State game. He had that exactly right. Um, but it's crazy. I think I think they had like pretty winning by like two between two and four, which I can't. I, I just can't. I can't handle that. Um, but I mean, I think it came out worth three and a half point favorites. I think it's what ESPN has us. Um, obviously, I don't feel good, and I I. I've, I always feel like this is the year that they're going to get us and it's just going to happen eventually. But I still, I mean, obviously I'm still picking Purdue. I think in like 74, 68. I'm going to go Boilers 82 to 70. I, it's a double point digit. Like we can get a double digit win. Like We pull away with some free throws. Yeah, give me like, you let the last like two minutes be, let me breathe the last two minutes and take a lap around my living room a couple times while my girlfriend. Screw it. We beat him by 40 and chase Martin beats <laughs> in the game. No, no, I would love that, but no, that's not going to happen. No, no. it's uh, We got our friend Adam Bartels who just had an awesome podcast come out with Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, must captain. listen, must listen. Yeah, I was on my way home. From, I was driving home uh, from Evansville earlier today. I had to drive through Bloomington. Might have given some gestures as I went through. We'll never know. I was the only one in my car. Um, great podcast. Check it out. I mean, it was a you know a 20, 20, it was a 20 minute interview. It was great. You know, some really good insight. He we had some questions that we mm-hmm. he was gracious enough to to ask Aiden. Um, super likable guy. Very glad he's at Purdue and our quarterback. Now he's turning one to my favorite boilers Absolutely, of all time. Yeah. yeah, super super chill guy. But he predicts eighty one seventy three boilers. I'll take it. Any, I yeah. don't care. Even if it is a heart stopping one point victory, I, yeah. I'll take it. Um, one thing about Aiden, I want to say real quick for people who are intrigued to listen, uh, I think you'll be surprised who he grew up rooting for. Uh-huh. 
We'll tease college it for sports. You. We'll yeah. tease it for you. Yeah. And basketball too. That's that that's that yeah. Yeah. That that was a really it's cool not the same school for football and basketball. So nope. But 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 I will spoil it and say he he's not irreversible. So yeah, there you go. wasn't irreversible, I should say, because we know he's not now. But um yeah, but uh yeah, Webby, you you stopped in at Mad Mush mm-hmm. to watch the game Monday, like you said, and I'm I'm disappointed that you didn't get their pizza of the month. Listen, okay. It was middle of work day. Um, I still had to work afterwards. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. I could not eat a whole pizza. Um, could have boxed it up and taken it home. Right. So they had a pretty good deal of like I asked if they sold by the slice because I, I haven't been in my mush in, in quite a while. I wanted the cheese sticks, but I, I know if I got a full thing of cheese sticks, <laughs> I they I would have succumbed and just probably just passed out in my seat. Um, <laughs> So I got they asked if they sold by the slice and they did. They had an awesome deal, like two slices and a drink for like less than seven bucks. It was great. Um, I could barely eat my second slice because I was just like just so nervous the entire game. Sure. <laughs> I can't sure. eat. Um, but yeah, it was it was great. Staff was awesome. They they put the game on for me. Uh, put the sound on. It was you know I said there were some students and some you know I saw like you know a dad and his daughter you know because the students didn't have class yesterday or that day. Um, they were coming in and watching the game as well. So hope I didn't scare them away from some dude in the suit just sitting there by himself, <laughs> silently fist bumping. <laughs> well, if if you're not one to cook tomorrow night, uh, you know you just want to get get some some good food. Uh, Mad Mush always has great deals. Right now, their January pizza of the month is the Killer Bees. That's their barbecue sauce topped with chicken, bacon, banana peppers, and mozzarella cheese. Finished with a side of ranch. Uh, finish with a ranch swirl and serve with a side of ranch. That's my dog in the background saying that sounds good to him. Uh, if if you order uh, twenty dollars or more online or in person, tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you. If you're ordering online, of course, use discount code BREAK5. That's all caps B R E A K five to get five dollars off your order over twenty dollars. Mad Mushrooms with Servant Boilermakers since 1993, located in the heart of West Lafayette. And, of course, they're known as the home of the original cheese sticks. I recommend getting bacon on those if you get to get those and get some nacho cheese sauce to dip them in. Or ranch. I mean, ranch. You can never have enough ranch. And, uh, <laughs> so make sure, whether it's in person or online at madmushroom.com, that you feed your head. Webby's got a shirt on from the shop. Super comfy. Fits awesome. Makes you look good. Um, and if somebody does, of course, if you order it online tomorrow, you're not going to get it in time for the game. But you have it in time got, for the game, uh, uh, whatever, like March 5th, I think, when yeah, he returns to Mackie. Yes, good memory. You can visit uh, theshopany.com. Use promo code BREAKDOWN for 25% off. That's 25. You know, some, you know, listen to a lot of podcasts out there, some. You know, some you know, see a lot of like clothing brands, they'll give 10, 15, maybe even 20. But the shop yeah. is different. You know, they were super generous. They want to give you 25% off. Um, you know, if you go in, the, they also have two. If you're in the indie area and you want to pick up a shirt before the game tomorrow, that's what I'll, but, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whether you're going to the game, you know, if you're living in the area and you're going, or if you're driving through India on your way down to Bloomington, um, you, you know, you know, Bloomington when you smell it. Um, but if you want to stop in their stores, they've got one in Carmel, one in Broad Ripple. Um, and they've, they've got them. You know, they're they're very savvy with their marketing. They've got the Purdue and I used to front and center right now. They always kind of move stuff around depending on the time of year. You know, they've got some awesome Indy 500 stuff around May, even all throughout the year. But right now they've got their in, their Purdue and Indiana stuff front and center. So go pick up a shirt. Super super soft. Looks great. Got some great pacer gear, so you can cheer on the Pacers on their way to a top five pick. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> top ten pick for the first time since like what 1990. 
Yeah, it's pathetic. <laughs> They're the only team in the league. It's unbelievable. Um, this is the year. This is the year. Let's 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 suck. Let's tank and let's get a somebody in. Uh, Jay Nivey. Jay Nivey. See, I'm a Bulls fan, and take my over girlfriend, the franchise. My, my girlfriend asked me. She goes, "Will you die if Jay Nivey gets picked by the Bulls?" I was like, well, for one, they're not going to be a top. They're not going to be a top ten pick because the Bulls are awesome. Except for right now, they're sucking right now. Um, <laughs> it's the uh, uh, what's what's uh, Patrick Mahomes' brother's name? Is it Jackson? Jackson. Oh, he was God. seen wearing a like a yep. Bulls like retro shirt, and they haven't won since that. It's a curse. Uh, it's a curse, so screw that kid. He's the worst. Um, for multiple reasons. He is the um, worst. But I was like, I was like, do I? I mean, I'd love to have Jaden on the Bulls, but I'm like, he and I, I was, are too similar. They are. Um, and then, I mean, you've got guys like DeRozan and, right, and right. Zach Levine, who is probably my favorite player in the NBA right now. Um, but I was like, I'd almost rather have him go to the Pacers just because it would give me more opportunities just to go see him play. That's again. a good point. <laughs> so I want him to go to the Sonics, but that would require the NBA to bring the Sonics <laughs> back. <laughs> this is the year. Oh, man. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, Give me some Gary Payton and Sean Kemp swag. <laughs> Dentless shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> uh, Boiler Breakdown is also brought to you by Webb's Family Pharmacy. So whether you need a flu shot, a COVID-19 shot, inhaler, if you're nervous during the game tomorrow, you can't <laughs> breathe during the game tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That West Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Like I said, if you need a vaccine, you can simply get an appointment online or give their friendly and caring staff a call. They can help you with any of your high-quality medical equipment needs, supplies, and pharmacy services. Check them out at www.webrx.com. Webb's Family Pharmacy, professional pharmacy with a hometown touch. And the last sponsor of the Boiler Breakdown is Shrove Landscaping Nurseries, also a company that's boiler-owned and operated. Shrove Landscaping Nurseries has been in business for over 50 years. It can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, cleanup, and their licensed lawn applicators. Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shrove Landscaping, design with you in mind. Final thoughts there, Webdog. Just win. I mean, I know, like, I, I, would, I obviously I prefer the comfortable, you know, going away victories. But if we can leave Bloomington with a win, it's always a great day. Um, we've had, we've had their number. You know, the, their student sections are going all out. You know, they say they don't care about Purdue, but they're going all out tomorrow, and they're, you know, dressing up in in suits because apparently IU doesn't lose if Mike Woodson wears a suit and or suit jacket. I think they are undefeated um, when he does that, and then they are. Um, Why also, didn't he wear it all all every game? Then that's stupid. Right. Yeah, and also um, lost in that fact is that most of the games he's worn a suit. They've been playing like Alcorn State or sure. you know Sister Jean School of the Blind. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. Um, so I hope they they're gonna look good. It's clever. I like it. You know, it's I love when student sections can get organized and do stuff like that. Uh, we know the paint crew is top notch when it comes to doing things like that. And Maryland uh, Maryland used to like to wear suits for Turgeon. Yeah. Can't anymore. Can't anymore. RIP. Um, but yeah, just, just win. That's all I got. I don't care how we do it, how it happens. As long as Purdue has more points than the Hoosiers at the end of the game, that's really, I don't care if I'm passed out on the floor from nerves. As long as Purdue wins, it's all that matters. As long as they're ahead, ahead when the buzzer goes off for the final score. Yep. That's all that matters. So let's uh, boiler up, hammer down, and beat the Hoosiers down at Mackey South. P O T F H. <laughs>